Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. Hi, welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. Welcome back this week. We have a wonderful guest. But you find out who it is, I'm not going to tell. And I really screwed her up. I sent her to the wrong address. <laughs> but I'm here with Tough Mother Gail. How are we doing today? Tough Mother Lise. Hello, everybody. And me, one tough mother. So we wanted to bring you in and tell you everything that's going on. It's kind of a rainy day today. But I have to ask, Gail, how was your week last week? It was good. I actually... Um Highlight of the week, my one of my best friend's daughters graduated from high school and she's going to college. Yay. And so they had a lovely going away, like, congratulations, Maeve. Maeve, I love you. Um, and we went. I went there to watch how beautiful she's grown and how proud I am of my friend and how she's raised two beautiful, beautiful children. So hi, Quinn. Hi, Maeve. Hi, oh, Susan. that's awesome. It's lovely. Wow. Lise? I did two things. You know them both. Which one should I say? Uh, the one I like. Mom and dad? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know why? Because your mom and dad are rocking. I know I'm they not are. Kidding. Okay, so mom and dad come up from Florida, and we went out to dinner, and their mom's 78, dad's 85, and they are in better shape than I am. I hate to say it, but they do cardio every day. But my father is as sharp as a whip, and he is cracking one-liner jokes at dinner. And they're so happily married that you get cavities around them. I mean, <laughs> nauseatingly happily married, which is why I'm single. Because who lives so, up to that? Hard act Can't. to follow. Except I'm sitting at dinner with them, and they're, I'm like, Lisa. I'm listening to George Costanza's mom. I know. And I'm trying not to laugh when she's talking, so my eyes are watering a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> and she's like, I'll, I'll bob. What are we going to do here? Lisa, I need this. And I'm like, oh, no, stop. Stop talking. (laughs) I can't do it. She's the sweetest. They are the sweetest people. And Lisa's dad, he's just a rip. Like, he's making comments through the whole dinner. He's just really You wonder where I got it from. Yes, I know. you saw. There it was. (laughs) Yeah, so um, so that was actually the highlight of my week. (laughs) That was Lisa's parents, because other than that, I scrubbed my grout. So (laughs) that's it for now, folks. And we have an amazing guest 
coming up, we have Emmy, who I'm so thrilled to have, and I wanted to have, and I stalked her down on social media like a lunatic. Oh, she did. Because <laughs> that's what I do. She stalked she did. And trolled. I admit to it, I troll people, I stalk them down, and when we come back, you're going to meet Emmy that I'm thrilled to have met and sent to the wrong place. Anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back with the One Tough Mother Show. Hey, Lise, where can they find us? They can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, hashtag OTM, hashtag One Tough Mother, and hashtag Tough Mothers. Okay, what'd she miss? What'd she miss? Gail? The website. OneToughMother.com, people. OneToughMother.com. Because you don't have to be a mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, to be one tough mother. It's all about you. Sorry, Mom. You're you're in trouble. No. We'll put you in time out later. So we have a wonderful guest with us. This week's guest is a woman I admire greatly. Her drive and tenacity shines through everything she does. She is proof that you can have it all, brains and beauty. Her rise to the top was filled with twists and turns, and her life has been somewhat of an open book, which I'd be upset about. But, And she embraces her life to the fullest. A scholar athlete, I was thrilled to hear this because you know what an athlete I am, a scholar athlete who graduated from Syracuse University, a former news anchor, a mother, an author, a cancer survivor, a brand spokesperson, a fashion line creative director, a speaker, brilliant cosmic light. Please help me welcome our friend and one tough mother, Emmy. What an intro. I was super excited. Wow. And so everybody listening at home, it's one tough mother, M-U-T-H-E-R.com. I just needed to get jump in there. Right. right. It's really important. Okay, enough with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad she's sitting in today. It's so great. You guys are wonderful. I'm sitting here listening to chit-chat, and it's so nice to be around a, a group of women that really enjoy each other. Well, yeah, we really yeah, we do. do. We yeah. really have a good relationship. Yeah. That's great. And when we have Seth. We do. Yes, yeah. Seth. Hi. <laughs> He's really I'm sure great. he learns a few things, right? <laughs> I learned a lot. I'm sure you do. That's great. Emmy, why don't we... Well, let's ask Emmy. What'd you do <clears throat> last yeah. week? What'd what you do? Yeah, last what'd week? You do? Uh, my daughter turned 16. My oh, little baby. Sweet 16. She did. She oh. did. Is that and, driving and age here? It, it is actually permit age in Jersey, and uh, she's going to be working on that, and... Uh, it was really fun to blindfold her and take her out to dinner and then have friends just pop in that oh. she didn't expect. Oh, wow. And then we had Great. a sleepover, and it was just it made pancakes for all the girls. And they're like, oh, this is okay. It reminded me of when she was growing up, when I had all the little sardines in the living room. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. They, and they would set the table, and I would say, okay, put two knives there, two forks. You know, i try and – and then I was the one, the mom, that had the wonky um, schedule. So, you know – all the other moms would be working and I would work and I had a few days off and I would work and I was the one that would take everyone's sledding and oh, I you were the cool mom. We yeah, had a lot of fun mom. I was also there were rules, so yeah. they couldn't curse and they couldn't do this, but 
I really like doing all that. Stuff. I know that's my fave. No longer. <laughs> I know I cry 16. about it. <laughs> I'm crying and it's not even my kid. <laughs> so, thank God. I'm so glad you you want them to grow up. You want them. I got home from work yesterday. I was running around doing meetings back to back yesterday, and I I was like, listen, um. I'm not home to make dinner. She goes, I already started. I was like, oh. <laughs> so uh, mama's done a little something yeah, right. So yeah, I, I have to great. say that it's nice. There's so, your proof, baby. Yeah, it was nice. Is it ever nice. challenging, though? Come on, 16 Ask is my a neighbors. tough one. Ask my neighbors. They'll say on a Saturday morning after a Friday night of me saying you can't, you know, whatever. she's really a good kid. But there are times. And, the, and my girlfriend, Alicia, will go, nice job last night. <laughs> yeah you know yeah. but i i do have to say she's very responsible i'm a single mom she right. sees what mama goes and does and and uh you know thankfully dad is involved and and Which it's good, good. Yeah. but you know it do it's not easy so it's a lot of work it is a lot of work yeah. it's the biggest job you could ever have being Most a parent you're raising God. another yeah. You're, you yeah. human being. You're yeah. raising yeah. a human it's being. It's a huge responsibility. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, I am always so, so, so grateful when I see my girlfriends and their kids. I'm, I'm, a, I'm single, don't have any children, but I live vicariously through yeah. because it's just the most amazing. I'm awed by them. Mm-hmm. Odd. And my sister and her kids, all, oh my God, all the. It's not always perfect. Are. I mean, I really no, screw it's, up it's, with a yeah. decision or, or you know, go, ooh, I wish I had done that oh, differently. Totally. But you yeah. do your best. Yeah. It's out of anything that I've done, whatever you've read on that wonderful piece of paper, what a lovely introduction. But, you know, it pales in comparison. My daughter is my most important production that yeah. I've ever, yeah. ever done. Ever. Yep. And, you know, so. It's, it's yeah. funny, too, because we yeah. just talked about this last night yeah. with Lise. I said, I was not the best mother in the yeah. world. I don't even know who was, but I made a lot of screw. You screw up. Mm-hmm. You just do. Yeah, and it's not you, perfection. You just yeah. do your best. You do your best. Nobody you gives you guys a book. I'm not. No. I am single, and I do not have any children. Not by choice. Just didn't happen. But yeah. nobody yeah. gives a parent a book on how to be a good parent. No. Right. So you know, and Karen, your kids. And nobody grew up. No, you know the whole leave it to Beaver Cleaver House. Nobody. No. Nobody. Was, no, yeah. nobody. No. No, please. Or the yeah. Huxtables. Well, no, actually, I do know a couple of people. Don't talk about them. Oh, and what nice. about um, yeah. dating? Is she? Uh, she she has really, she, you know, Toby is uh, is with IMG, and she's got some beautiful natural looks, and she is, uh, uh, there are people that think that she's older. She's 16, and when she was going to bat mitzvahs, gentlemen that would be at the bat mitzvah not knowing the, the side of the family with different young people would say do you want a drink she goes you could get me a juice box oh, um, so she yeah. always was tall and like myself and so she has friends she's not dating anyone she, I just said study get do your job right. do as best a job you can to be happy um, be kind get your your work done she's a rower so she's very very into rowing and you know that's br- that that's brings me right into my question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were at the University of Syracuse, and Syracuse University. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And like she was, you went to Olympic trials, oh, you right? Mean like the, the I didn't go yeah. actually. I was invited to the Olympic trials, okay. and I chose uh, my career for TV to be an intern. 
at a, a CBS station at Syracuse and had to lug all the equipment. And it was like between the two things, I and we weren't, there was no, um, I had to be financially supported to go to the Olympic trials yeah. and train and all that. And at that time, women weren't getting any kind of scholarships or that, you know. So being invited was great. My girlfriend, who was actually went, I just look at her at reunions and I'm like, I'm so sorry. But, you know, I'm glad that I went in my direction, but I would have loved to have done it. But um, I support Row New York in, in New York City. There's a nonprofit that helps oh, kids yeah. in, in disadvantaged I've heard uh, about areas. It. It's so wonderful. And they, they, they use the vehicle of rowing. But they help with after-school programs, and they help them get into really good schools that row, um, that have rowing in it. So, um, you know, I try and help in the ways that I can. I do get into a boat every once in a while, but I train and have fun in nature and do all that kind of other stuff. Like, I have to do it. I'm an athlete. I'm first an athlete out of anything and everything. Yeah, We talk about that, Lisa and I. If I don't work out, I feel like crap, totally. Oh, yeah. So it's it's in my nature. So you're, you're... in rowing and, and you're graduating yeah. from college yeah. and the university you're gonna model that? no that was not a part of my plan i in fact poop poo pooed it because i was you know i was like no way i i don't want to lose half my body weight mm-hmm. um i don't want to be ill right um i was already going through my own body image thing without having a coach going jump high go here do this you know right nice. after school being a civilian after a a good long time of like always having someone telling you where and when to go and do it. And I fell into modeling literally by just a, a side job that someone said, you're tall, you're a size 12, 14 at the time. I'm a 14, 16 now. Why don't you just do it? I said, what is this? You don't have to lose weight to do it. And it was uh, one of those times back at the right time in 89 I started modeling and like basic stuff, and then it hit in '94. And was the body image really big then? I mean, seriously, no. when you no, no, had no, no, the no. body image of you were, and I hate that freaking term, plus size model. I well, don't you, like that. You could just say, you know, a woman. I like a, curvy a, a, model, actually. Right. Right. Yeah. So you went How about in. about real woman? Or whatever, yeah. Well, I don't want to put down a model. You could just say right. a model. Actually, and and model. when you meet me, you go, okay, obviously you, you weren't, you know, you were that, you were a model. Yeah, whatever. So did you go on shoots where there were, were the standard model? And the standard model to me is like the size zero or two. And I did many times. And when when I started using my voice as a communicator, because I was a reporter before I was a, a model. Right, I was, a, I was right, working for right. an NBC affiliate. And, uh, you know, I would have liked to have anchored, but they didn't allow me to anchor because my shoulders were so broad. And oh, it would overshadow the gentleman that really? was on the set. Basically, yes. I mean, it well, seemed maybe like he that. Should have been not so much of a little. It wasn't his pro. It wasn't his fault. It was <laughs> the, the way that they were looking at for the frame or whatever so, that somebody was looking. For. I did. I did weather when I first got there, and I hit the magnetic board too hard, and all the the suns and the temperatures all fell, and my my, <laughs> my camera guy fell to his knees, laughing so hard, and, and it's going live. We're alive, and, and the, 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 you're seeing the ceiling with all the jibs and. Everything. Everything. And, and I go, but the temperatures are falling all around the United States. You hear the news director, get the hell out of the That was funny. That so was a TV. I just, I did a lot of, a lot of fun, but I love TV because, um, a day-to-day TV, because I, 
I wanted to be Johnny Carson. I really loved people. <gasps> oh my God, really Lisa wanted to be Johnny Carson. I wanted to date him. I was a page. I was a page on his show. Were you really? I was a page. <gasps> really? Yeah. Before when I went from Syracuse to LA, um, I had the wonderful opportunity, and you had to wait a while because there was a list of seven thousand kids. I remember, and uh, I got. I said, "Where where would you like to be placed if you were in the page program?" I said, "Johnny Carson show," and I will do everything and anything I need to do. I want to be on that show. So I had the wonderful opportunity of being there a lot. And uh, yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to do day to day news. I didn't realize until you do something, you never know how it's going to be. So in little old Flagstaff, Arizona, we did have like train wrecks. We did have murders and deaths. Very little. But I would go home and go try and go to sleep. And I, I, I constantly be around that. I couldn't sleep. Right. And um, I realized yeah. that I liked the medium of TV and I loved learning how different we are and but really more of the same. Right. That's more right. the same. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just kept on kind of doing different things and I took a one-way ticket back to New York and I worked in real estate and then I fell into the modeling thing. That's crazy, Strange. right? Strange, yeah. Did, when you went up to your first job, you went to your first gig and they're like, okay, you got to stay in there model. I would be just mortified. Were you? Oh, I did not. My daughter now, seriously, she knows how to turn it on. She's got all these little... <laughs> She's got the angle. I wish everybody could see this. She grew up, do, you know, in yeah. makeup chairs right. and everybody going, oh, try this, try you know, pictures constantly. When I walked in my first day in 89, I had a little gap here or something. I think it's here or here. And the, the book, the person who booked me goes, what the hell is that? And I was like, what is that? She's talking gap in her teeth, everybody. Yeah, gap in my teeth. She's pointing. But you no, know, gap in my teeth. Sorry, gap in my teeth. And I remember that's the one thing I did cosmetically was to just give myself a little bit of room here. And then after that, I was like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do anything more Good than for that. Yeah. Um, it's, Take it's, me as I am. Yeah, yeah, it really, it's important. Because mm-hmm. uh, then once you start with that, then there's other things that you're being asked to do. And, you know, no. Right. So I fell into it. I literally fell into it. I had to learn how to smile. I had to learn how to do slope. Oh, I like that. So all my friends know that it's a slope. So from the very beginning, you go, do it slope. And you see a whole line of people go. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're doing, what I'm showing right now is how to, you know, shift your face down just a little bit. And if you're at the end of a row, you don't go like, wait, if you're being shot like this, you don't go like that because it gets this yeah you always go like this it looks feels really oh, strange that's but you why always. my selfies come out so bad because oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> selfie high baby you do selfie high good angle <laughs> I, gosh i wish everybody could see her she's amazing that's getting uh, tips today yeah it's crazy i'll have to i can't even it. hold the camera and press the button that lisa's actually her. really bad you're selfie high me. just remember selfie high selfie and slope <laughs> So when when you went in and you had you had a run in with a photographer, right? I did, I, and I, I didn't even want to bring this up. You know why? That's right. Because well, everybody brings it up, but you know what? I thought it's good for these young girls to hear, honestly. Because so I'm going to tell it to you really quick because it's a, it's a good story about how bullies. When you're being bullied, mm. um, it's not about you, and it's very hard to hear that mm-hmm. and really cognitively mm-hmm. understand mm-hmm. it. So. Very quickly, I went on this really major shoot, and um, it was with a very big photographer. He was like, I had never been in front of a a person like this yet. And I was really excited because I was working every day. I was very, very busy. It was before, I think it was before People Magazine's Victim Most Beautiful in 94. So it was 93, I think. And um, he 
So it takes about two hours to get pump up the volume to any person who's going to be in front of the camera. Right. So I had hair and makeup people working. And it was so much fun. I brought Rugla to the set as a, like a little sweet goodie for people. And anyone that's listening is like a little cake with some raisins and nuts in it. And I come walking in. I go, was this a typical plus size woman thing to do? Or, you know, but they were all so happy. And they were Ooh. like, oh, that's so nice. Ooh. No, I know, but this is a this is a shoot. Okay. No, don't worry. What? No, I'm protective now. I know, I know. <laughs> so, but but okay. So I'm in the chair. He comes uh, slamming the door. The whole studio shook, and you could feel the energy of everyone in the studio oh. tighten. And when he comes, he goes, "Where's the model?" And he comes around the corner, and I'm like, "Hello." I'm like, you know, yeah, everything is, a- is going on, and he stands right in front of me. Goes, "I'm not shooting that fatty." <gasps> And he turns around. He turns around. Wait. So the deal is this. I was thinking. I was just about to say, Uh, get down and do 20 with me right now. Full on. Let's bang it out. I didn't, though, because I was trying to vacillate between stopping myself from crying and being so mad to saying the gutsy thing and saying, get down and do 20, because I could have banged it out so easily. It would have been so great. Or I I would, you know. Um, (laughs) That's what I would have done. So he left. (laughs) He left slamming the door, and I had the hair and makeup people put the test shoes underneath my eyes. I go, I don't need that. I'm out of here. My, and was, this is before, I know this sounds really crazy, but it's before cell phones. And and um, I had to call my agent. She goes, you got to stay. It's an advertising job. And he's a fool. if he's, He can't leave. So four to five hours later, he comes back. The sun has already started setting. And uh, he goes, if I'm going to shoot you, I'm going to shoot you sexy. He took my boat neck top and the fibers of the, the neck opened up. And one thing fell out. I go, just shoot it. Get it done. Let's get this done. And four years later, four years later, I'm down in Miami working with a crew that I was down for a month at a time. It's a German crew. And I would help the the luncheonette girl get the coffees out to everybody in the trailers coming in and all the models and photographers and grips and everybody. And there was a phone call that came in for this particular photographer. And I was like, oh, my God, of all people, I'm answering the phone today for this girl that I was helping because my crew was leaving later. And I said, I got this. So I went out with the wireless. I go out and I said, Mr. And he goes... And at this time, I have a lot more publicity going on around mm. the concept of curvy, mm. opening the aperture of beauty and being a loud mouth, not stopping. And so I was being seen much more on a wider basis. And he said, we've got to work together. Oh. Cleaned up, handsome, two girls on his side. And I was just like, I was kind of like having a bit of a moment going, actually, we have worked together. And it's because of you, I'm actually here still because I did leave for six months and I said I'm out of here I don't want to be talked to like this ever again my booker was begging me please I beg of you please come (laughs) back because she was telling everyone that I was busy but I really walked away because I hated it so much and that's because People Magazine had chosen me as 50 Most Beautiful People Uh and that I was thought she was pulling my leg and they go oh yeah when they're up to the 100th person let me know she goes they're up to number 25 and you're still in I go are you really real for real Right. So that's the whole thing. So when he said to me, I, we should work together, blah, 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 I, I realized bullies have a bad day and they're putting it out on somebody right. else. They come from families that have certain conceptions of what beautiful is, what is right, what is wrong. And if they're feeling low, all bullies, every single bully on this earth 
wants to take all the 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 mishuganous crazy stuff that's inside them and put it on someone else that so they can feel better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every kid has that's, to know that. Every thing, mom, yeah. every man, every single person needs to realize when somebody does that. If you can try with the fortitude of the, of the Almighty to just say, "I hope you have a better day." And right. so that you can just cut yeah. it off and, it yeah. and move it. and really, dispel it. Honestly, right. honestly when you do that, it, dis- it, it diffuses it. Because right. you can't take it personally no. when people are feeling so small to really hurt someone else. And there are kids that are killing themselves in schools. This, oh this, my God. We this is such a this. huge topic for us. This. It's just terrible. Yeah, 12 years old, 10 years old, 15. I mean, it's just... Because they're, they're not just, this, because they're not, not that. that. Because it, And it's not always... And you know, and and I've I've gotten letters. I got letters from a twelve-year-old. Yes. She was um, in school. She's bigger. She had bad acne. Her mother worked full time. She was a single parent. The mother was a single parent. She was alone all the time. They wouldn't sit with her in the lunchroom. They wouldn't talk to her. They wouldn't walk with her. She was Those just mamas are not being so nice to their you know or their you know someone's not being nice to the mamas. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm serious because yeah. that's a big difference when mm. you have moms that are nice and they they connect with one another and they like they like themselves and they have people over right. and people are right. talking not about the person who's just leaving the room. They're, right, t- they're, they're, they're right, picking right. up and they're being nice. It's it's really it was very yeah. sad. And when she wrote me, she said, "I just want to tell someone I want to kill myself." Let me tell oh you. Oh my goodness! It was days I couldn't sleep because then I'm like, "Please write me back. Please write me back. Please send me a letter. Please send." And I never got anything back from her. I was just like days thinking, "Oh my gosh, I hope I help that kid. I hope I help that kid." Yeah. Because you never know. And it makes so me crisis think text Toby. line. Can I give you a heads yes. up on something that's really great? My girlfriend Nancy Lublin, who founded Dress for Success. She um, founded Crisis Text Line. Okay? Oh, wow. Oh, that's wow. Okay. great. It's amazing. So there are therapists that are on call. And so let's just say, for example, you're in a closet because your boyfriend is trying to hit you and you have your cell phone with you. You Oh, we need to find out we the Crisis to? Text Line. Hold on. Stand by. Let me just get this that's so that we awesome. have it. We were um, talking about all of yeah, this. Yeah. Cr- they save lives constantly. Crisis Text Oh my God! One of the women in my building does this. I just realized. Yes, you do. Here we go. The crisis text line number is this. So let me give it to you because they they realize that kids open one hundred percent. They open their um their texts one all one hundred percent of the time. So here we go. Let me give it to you. The text connect to seven. 741741 crisis text line 741741 when you awesome. text it and you know about it every kid should know about this because yes. there are therapists that are all over the United States and they help people they call like if a kid's you know in a closet and something's going on outside and they're going help me 741741 they will go okay What's your parent's name? What's your friend's name? Is there someone nearby? Then they come. Look, I have goosebumps. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so they will come, and they'll knock on the door and defuse the situation. There's many, many, many times. Do you know that you just, just by you saying this at this moment, it's just saved somebody's life? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, you should Absolutely. think that might have been that. It's just, yeah. And it's so true yeah. because my son is a police officer, yeah. and the things he sees tell him is just horrible. This. Yeah, I will absolutely tell him about this. Because it's amazing. that Nancy Lublin did a um, – I love her. Um, she's really – amazing entrepreneur um, for good, social good. Uh, She did a a YouTube video that is like slam dunk that microphone. 
she was channeling exactly what she needed to do when she needed to say it. The words were magnificent. And then she was like, Drop she walked mask. out. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's it was crazy. given. It was a moment. Right, right, That's right. Div- yeah, divine, divine, divine intervention. Divine right. intervention. Divine she did it. That, Unbelievable. Everyone, go check out Nancy Lublin, TED Talk, Crisis Text Line. And, I, and share uh, it with everyone you know. We're going to put it, we'll have Christine put it up on our site. Uh, I, I just Christine's want to clarify, awesome. did you say text the word connect or just text 741741, the number? You, what you do is you text 741741. Okay. That's okay. it. All right. Because fine. it's when you're in text, that's what you text. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I and, heard and so what about Toby, though? How, how are you going to... What do you say to Toby? She's going to face something. You, she, you know well, that. she faces things. Yeah. She does. And um, she has to come home in tears sometimes? No? Well, she goes to boarding school at Kent School. Oh. Um, and she, uh, that's where I went. And that was her goal, that she wanted to go there. I was like, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that she wanted to go to Kent. And we're on a plane ride to my sister's for Thanksgiving. And we had to apply in like a month and a half. I mean, and also money and everything. And she turns to me, she goes, I'm so glad that I have you in a contained environment so you don't have to walk away from me. I go, what's going on? <laughs> and she goes, typical mom, I what? Go, I want to go to Kent. I go, well, I had no idea. I've been lecturing there, going there for years and years, bringing her, you know, and she just was feeling like that was going to be her thing. So um, she communicates really very well she has experienced bullying in her life Mm. um and she hears the way i communicate about it and she also is her own bright little star she on she come came into this world with a whole set of toolboxes and (laughs) i you helped develop well i think she chose me (laughs) for for that but i'm learning from her she's got some really good good muju stuff that she she throws some sugar around and it's just uh you know she does she's not a part of a clique she's a part of everything Mm -hmm. um and you know i think every parent talks about their child like this but uh it's uh she's got some really nice looks to her she's beautiful and she gets bullied is she tall? Yes, she's 5'11". She's 16, 5'11". Yeah, because wow. I'm 5'7". Yeah. You guys think I'm tall. but I'm a pine. Well, yeah. the two of us are you know, not exactly yeah. tall. Yeah, I'm 5'1". 5'1 and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah me too. But, yeah, <laughs> so my daughter, I think my daughter's 5'9". Well, my son is So her, her website, hold on, her her um, thing says something unapologetic. Uh, be unapologetically you. I, I love that. I think that's her um That's Instagram. her tag. I love it. That's really cute. I love it. That's, that's really cute. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm loving hearing about these young women who've got so much more self-esteem than most of, a lot of than us we had. did. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh. Right? So they're yeah. getting it. They're getting what we're yeah. what we've been working through. Um, everyone, say hi to Toby. We're on the radio. Toby, hi, we're on the Toby. radio now. Hi, hi Toby. mother. Hi, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> I just talked about you, honey. Okay, goodbye. Love you, honey. That's awesome. She's taking a bus for the first time on her own today. Oh. Well, you are really hitting those milestones this week. Where should you? From one place to the next place. Very short little dinner. Uh I said, bring five to ten dollars and you're going to be able to do this. I believe in you. She was like, okay. (laughs) Good. Good for you. Hey. Kids run around in the city all the time. She's out in Jersey. Come on. She's going to do just great. I see them on skateboard. And she'll feel good about herself. Yes. Yeah, she will feel good about it. Stretching. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. She's babysitting, and then she has to take a bus home. Okay. 
And, and what about what, like what's 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 in your fire right now? Like what are you throwing into the fire right now? Uh, well, you got your book, Chicken Soup for oh, the Oh yeah, oh Chicken Confident. Soup for the Soul, Curvy yeah. and Confident, Chicken yes. Soup for the Soul. That's oh, wow. a really lot of I love fun. Those series. There's 101 yeah. stories of loving yourself and your body, and that that was great. If you ever wanted to give one of those away for the the best curvy confident story, please let me know, and I will sign a book and get that out oh, to you that's guys. Awesome. Yeah, please do. Some, get the yeah. ladies to jump up. That's awesome. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I just redid EmmyStyle.com, and we're doing an Emmy Style cruise in June. Really? Yep. It's the curvy cruise. I think we have to go. Oh do, my God, do, please. Do big boobs count? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, Are you a woman? What, Gail? What? Right all away, Gail's trying curves. to get us. What? We have me? nothing? All curves. Just, all what? women have curves. <laughs> I don't care if you're size zero or size well, 26 or 32. Can I just say something? Because everybody makes fun of me. Oh, you're thin, blah, blah, blah. You could set a beer on my butt. How lovely. <laughs> Because I got the bubble butt. How lovely. How lucky actually, are you? She actually does. You're so Seth, lucky. do you have anything to say about the beer on the butt thing? I'd like to see that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought I'd I have to bring him in on that one. That would be great. We'd have to do a photo op of that one. <laughs> Ladies, why don't you do, why don't you come as, uh, why don't you do a, a show? You should do. We're going <gasps> that from New York that would to be Bermuda and back. We have to do it. We have to. I'll give you more information. Okay, yeah. We have yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it'll be fun. And and CBS will pay you for it. You could bring a you could bring a mobile. Um, we could. Yeah, yeah we could. Seth, that'd be lots of fun. Seth, do you want to go? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, where were we going, Seth? Bermuda, Bahamas, <laughs> wherever. I'm there. I'll, gi- I'll give you more of the information when it all gets put together. But we're going to CurvyCon uh, in sept- this uh, next month to uh, highlight what we're doing on the cruise. And then I'm speaking on a leadership council on what's happening in the industry. So it's nice that it's not a trend um, and that that manufacturers and the people that have uh, the finances to support 100 million women above a size 12 in our country. I've always said that if this population would just stop buying bags, makeup, and shoes for one or two days and say, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. We can't get the clothes, but that's who we are. I think um, I think we don't need to do that right now, but you know, it's always nice to know that um, that's the power behind yes. the, the money that we have. Um, that to finally, finally have sexy lingerie, great bathing suits. We're walking slowly, Just slowly, slowly, slowly in. Like there's great companies that are doing great jobs. Well, you're doing something work. with the university, aren't you? Doing something with your alma mater. Well, with Fashion Without Limits, teaching right. young designers. Yeah, all designers. All design. I look forward to spreading from Syracuse, but God bless Syracuse University's fashion design program. They were like, yes, five years ago, absolutely. This would be an amazing idea because why aren't we teaching right. d- fashion design from the very beginning so that we graduate these wonderful uh, designers that understand women? Right, right, Whether right, she's right. zero or size 24 or, or above, mm-hmm. at least the designers will go, yes, I understand the grade. I understand, you know, the the pattern making of different designs. Let them be aware of women so that they can make more money upon graduation right. and to be able to fulfill um, conversations around the conference t- room tables that say, do you think that we should be going into plus size or full figured in clothing? Let the designer step up and say, oh, you better b- believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We they need wins. to say that. Right. So that's a that was a really cool, innovative program that I co-founded with them. 
And, um, and down the road, we're going to have, I'm going to have Fashion Without Limits be an accreditation program for factories that do inclusive uh, mm. design that um, certain stores and, and those people that um, are involved in schools, the schools that are Fashion Without Limits accredited, incoming uh, freshmen will know that there's an inclusive education taking place. That's really We're awesome. slowly rolling awesome. that out That's because great. not every school, not every school is open to change. Right, mm-hmm. of course. And now this is like fashion is exclusive. Yeah. Fashion is no longer right. an exclusive conversation. Right. So shape-shifting and change, it's very hard to get uh, people around change because then all of a sudden they think there's less for me. There's actually going to be a lot more right, if right. you open yourself up. And now I have to throw just a little dirt. I'm going to throw a little dirt because oh, I dear. got what? you know me. I'm the stalker. I'm the I'm the one who you're goes so down. sassy, Karen. I'm really sassy. You're so sassy. I just got, I just got to <laughs> throw this dirt out there. So somebody lit up the town with Rebel Wilson. Oh, do you like that picture? I loved it. And <laughs> I, I loved it. her. Did you see it? No. It was so her. cute. Rebel Wilson is adorable. And Dean Co. is awesome rocking look, it. Look, 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 look. Ah, There's look. my Seth. He's a stalker, oh, too. <laughs> by, the, by the way, by the way, she can I sing. I love that. That girl can yes. sing. Yes, yes, yes. She was in Pitch Perfect. She's and Pitch Perfect so too, which I loved. What and such a lovely woman. I have to tell you, that's a great Dia & Co. is a subscription um, uh, uh, service for curvy women. And they're doing a very, very good job. They're in multiple uh, financial raises. And they're going to be viable. You know, they're viable mm-hmm. now. They're just not, you know, just in and saying, ooh, let's try and do it. They're very, very invested. Um, Rebel came, and she has a clothing line that's coming out, I think, in the fall in another couple of weeks, if it's not out already. And Dia threw a party. Now, normally celebrities yeah. come in, do a kiss-kiss, never a couple of interviews, and poof, they're out. out. Rebel stayed the oh, entire time. Because she's real. Selfie after selfie. And I'm talking the top bloggers in the industry, the top, you know, stylists. Susan Moses was there with me. Um, and models and Lauren Chang from Glamour Magazine. All the, all the moves and shakers in the industry were there. And she took pictures with everybody. I She's got to have a fashion show so we can wear our one tough mother shirts and then yeah. they can make us up all around the shirts. Yes. And Rebel and Emmy and you and me will all walk out all oh, badass. God. And Seth. Seth, we have to. We, we definitely. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. Can you please teach me how to put on false eyelashes? Sure. <laughs> Those are easy. They're fun. Just I don't can't. put it on with spirit gum. Believe me. I had a makeup artist in Chicago put it on with spirit gum. I was like. Oh my God in heaven! But no, I, false I eyelashes rock. I can't love them. I, I can get I can get them on, but halfway through the night, they got they, 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 they No, they fall off or they oh. like, they peel yeah. off, and it looks like an animal that's sort of moving. Do you use <laughs> UDO? Do you use UDO glue? I don't know what it. I know right, UDO glue, UDO. and then you go broom broom broom, and you just go like this. You use tweezers and you put them on their rim right here. And you curl your lashes underneath. Oh, we should do this all on video, yeah, ladies. Yeah, we Come have on, to what's wrong with you? You know what? Here's the deal. She's she's more than one show for me. She's Absolutely. like every. <laughs> we're bringing her back. Yeah, we could do makeup. I'll have one of the makeup sponsors come on over, and I'm gonna do all your makeup. Oh, so that we, would be so fun. We can all talk like this. And let me tell you, when I put those lashes on, one fell in my drink on a date. Do you know how mortifying? <laughs> that's, that's a conversation is. piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Lisa, that is such a thing that would happen to you. <laughs> Only me. Only me. Oh, well, we have to let Emmy leave, unfortunately. We don't want she's to. Got, I know. Want I don't want to keep her here now. She can't, she can't go Gap to her next Gap Fest. We had so much fun. But um, she's got to go to her next gig. Yeah. Thank you. You were so welcome, so Karen. I'm so glad to I finally so totally s- meet you. I stalked her and down your like a lunatic. And you I'm stalking you now because you're about too. 20 minutes from my house. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see us well, in a wind car. You better get snowshoes. We oh, I love snowshoes. You, you know, okay. Lisa knows me. You do love snowshoes? I love it. Love it. Love well, it. then, uh, where are you? I'm up by the Poconos. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. I don't get it. What am I missing? You're getting uh, snowshoes. Snow okay, fine. <laughs> it, it is the best thing. And I don't want to hear, oh, I can't. You're warm oh, from your nose to your toes. I've really got to go now. But seriously, it is so much fun. You're oh, going to do try it. it. I don't do that. No, no, yes, Lisa doesn't. Do. I'll try it. Lisa, we'll all try it. We'll all, try it. All of you. Yeah, I, I just assumed that you're doing it. Oh, yeah, of course. So, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'll do it. Come on. Do it. It's fun. I've, I've, I've had my sports. Well, this is one of those things that you can really celebrate and be out in snow. I've done a conference called Just to Be Like Ha Ha, and you could, I put my hood over, and once you move, you get really, really warm. And, and you know, one of the, the, the party of the party said, Emmy, where are you? I said, I was just snowshoeing, and I stopped, and now I'm having the conference call. Like, <laughs> they were completely quiet on the other end, and they're like, uh-huh. I said, well, you just got to know me that much better. Everyone who's close to me understands that I love doing this. Right, right. Anyway, kisses, ladies. Thank, thank you. Thank you, one tough mothers. You. And so awesome. when we come back, Lisa's going to give us mothers' headaches and headlines. Welcome Until that time, sit tight. A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back. And we're here with Tough Mother Gail. Hello. And Tough Mother Lisa's got our Tough Mother Headaches and Headlines. Yes, we have Tough Mother Headlines and Headaches sponsored by Ready Whip. 15 calories of real cream goodness. Um... This show is known never, ever to speak about religion and politics. However, before we start, the One Tough Mother show would like to send our prayers and deepest sympathies out to the family of Heather Hayer and all the other families and people who were affected by the tragedy in Charlottesville. We're so deeply sorry. We are praying for all of you. Love and light, everybody. Love and light. Okay, so here we go. 11-year-old girl severely burned in cruel social media stunt. An 11-year-old Bronx girl was badly burned after her friends poured boiling water on her face during a sleepover Monday night. Jamanisha Merritt has burns on her face, neck, shoulders, and chest. She was sleeping but jolted awake by a burning sensation. This is now a new game called the Hot Water Challenge, which if you all remember, there was the Cold Water Challenge going on social media, the Ice Bucket Challenge, um, in which... And this is when an unsuspecting victim has hot water thrown on them. Merritt's mother, Ebony, said her daughter is in a lot of pain, both physically and emotionally, and they are not letting her look at her injuries at all. She's very sad. She's emotionally messed up, and she doesn't understand why they did what they did to her. She thought they were her friends. Mm. Ebony Merritt said, I was told that they didn't like her, and they've just been bullying her. They've been on Snapchat. And here's the worst. It's been going on for several times, and the girl who admitted to doing it said, I don't like her, and I wanted to do it. There was an adult in the home at the time, and a 12-year-old girl is being charged with felony assault. 
this makes me sick. And yes. She should be. Absolutely. She absolutely should be. Monitor your kids, okay? Monitor your kids' phones and what they're doing on social media. That's all I really can say about it. Didn't the mom see someone boiling water? Yeah, exactly. Really? Hello? Yeah. It makes me angry as a parent. Yeah. The parents should be be in trouble as well. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree. I agree. What kind this of kid are you raising that thinks it's okay to throw water, boiling water on somebody? I boiling water. But it's, and, it's, and it's not just one of them. It's a, it's a, a it was a crew. Them in the, a crew. So none no, of them There's always had a leader the, and followers. In the, this none of them had right? the sense to say, we can't do this? Because they can't go up against the girl who initiated it. You know, the popular girl. Right. I hate I it. I agree. Okay. Here we go. What the health? Yes, that is a new Netflix documentary. What the health? Here we go. A documentary by Kip Anderson and Keegan Kuhn promoting that a plant-based, which is really vegan diet, can reverse heart disease and prevent cancer and type 2 diabetes. This video has been freaking people out. I'm freaked out. We just say no. I'm freaked out. Karen and I watched it last night. Mm. Freaking out. I watched it. I've heard of it before this, and I was freaked out then, and I'm still freaked out. Okay, now there's some... There's some legitimacy to this, absolutely, because I researched. It claims that the American Heart and Diabetes Association, both separate associations, and other organizations are in bed with major companies so they don't lose their funding. Dr. Joel Kahn said you can reverse heart disease. Up to 99.4% of people were able to stop heart disease by eating a plant-based diet. I went to the sites. Mm. I went to both the heart disease site and the American Diabetes site. They both have recipes with tons of meat, red meat, tons of fish, tons of things that they speak about in this documentary Mm. that can cause heart failure or diabetes. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Then this scares the heck. It, It just it scared me. Okay. Another quote said, another someone else in the in the documentary said, if you follow your doctor's advice, you'll never get well. Oh, please. Yeah. You'll never get well if you I take their advice. So, OMG, watch the video, draw your own conclusions. I'm just saying, me personally, I was freaked out and I am reevaluating my diet because of I'm this. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it and probably do the same. And a lot of times it's been my experience personally that the health industry in general, they're not about curing anything, mm-hmm. right? They're not about curing anything. So I try to figure out how to do things, get it at the root, pull it out at the root. What is causing mm-hmm. me to, you know, I mean, except for obviously structural things that happen, there's a lot of things that you can cure by the way you right. eat Absolutely. and mm-hmm. take care of yourself. And I said that Lisa, my grandfather lived till he was like 98 and smoked Lucky Strike Unfilters all his life and but he ate very sparingly Mm -hmm. he ate everything that he grew in the garden right you know things that were grown around him so yep okay and uh netflix is all over the news netflix to spend 15.7 billion billion with a b on content we all know content's king everybody content is king netflix is more than 100 million subscribers will have many new original shows to binge on in the next few years they're currently valued at nearly 75 billion dollars Pricing may or may not go up for the subscribers. They have major hits like, I love, House of Cards, mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black, and the viewership um, has been taken away from broadcast and cable TV. So again, content is king. Now, here's a little fun fact. Did you know that Blockbuster Video could have bought Netflix, get this, for $50 million, and they passed? We all remember Smith Corona typewriters? Yeah. Where are they now? Yeah. Gone, exactly. gone, gone. Where's Blockbuster? Gone, gone, gone. There's a show called Ozark on Netflix with uh, Jason Bateman. 
Is it good? I'm in the middle of it. The first season just I just see it just got renewed for a second season. It's great. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm just well, loving. The, I'm it. loving the fact that it's scripted content and it's not all this reality crap. Mm-hmm. And, and it's quality. Their shows are really done well. Oh, I'll have to yeah check it out. And here we go again. Guess who's going to Netflix? Shonda Rhimes signs multi deal. Yes. Multi year deal with Netflix. So don't worry, everybody. The TN, TGIF is still intact. Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder will stay on ABC. However, Shonda and her longtime producing partner, Betsy Beers, will move Shondaland to Netflix. Per Netflix CCO Ted Sarando said, Shonda is one of the greatest storytellers of our time. And Shonda added, Ted provides a clear, fearless space for creators. At Netflix, I'm looking for the opportunity to build a vibrant new storytelling right. home for writers with a unique freedom and global reach provided by Netflix's singular sense of innovation. The future of Shondaland at Netflix has limitless possibilities. Well, let me tell you, if she can write the way she's writing for broadcast, I can only imagine what she's going to come up with for, it's gonna be great. for Netflix. It's going to be great. Okay, so... Um, what do you want to do? Celebrities that bully or five ways to make a habit stick? Let's do the five ways. We'll do the other part later. Okay. So five ways to make a new habit stick. This is from author Gretchen Rubin, and I love this because she talks like us. One way. Name it. Choose a goal and tie behavior to it. Example. I want to eat healthier, so I'll snack on fruit instead of chips. This was written for me. Know yourself. <laughs> and ask yourself, who am I really? Example, if you're not a morning person, don't resolve right. to wake up at 5 a.m. every day to go to the gym. Lisa just beats not herself do it. up over this every day. I do. It's just setting yourself up for failure, right? And ironically, the next one is plan for failure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Make an if-then plan. This is so cool. Example, if there are cupcakes at this party, I'll take one, I will relish every bite, and then walk away. So know what you're going to do, and then you already know you can treat yourself. Show yourself some love, not with shopping or food. Example, do a crossword puzzle with your coffee or burn a scented candle or do something that you love for you. Reframe it. Some people feel, I'm done once the goal's achieved. Don't think of it as the finish line, but rather a milestone and build upon it. Yeah, I think they're, they're good, great. I like her. And who, I did who too. brought these to us, Gretchen please? Rubin. Thank Gretchen you, Gretchen. Rubin. That was great. Yeah. Awesome. So... When we get back, Gail's going to read our emails from our listeners, and oh. it'll be wonderful. But before we go, we have a new sponsor. Oh, boy. Oh, new sponsor to the show. Ready Whip. 15 calories of real cream goodness. Okay, you guys all know Ready Whip. I mean, yeah. I have to tell you this story about Ready Whip, because as soon as she said this, I jumped up and down. I was so excited. A, we always spray it in our mouth at my house. That's, that's like standard. You open up the fridge, you spray it in your mouth. So my son says... I got, he has a two and a half year old and a three and a half year old. And he said, I got the girls to eat vegetables. I said, hey, how'd you do that? He was, what I do is I give them a vegetable, then I give them a spray ready whip. Then I give them a vegetable, a spray ready whip. I'm going to try that. Yeah. He, he, he said, mom, it was, I was like. Oh, that's a great idea. It is right? a great idea. And. Because my kids don't eat vegetables. There you go. And it's made with real dairy cream. That is their number one ingredient. No hydrogenated oils in the can. Do you all remember the commercial? Oil or cream oil or cream it was taking place in the diner now they got a new one this couple sitting at a a table they're eating pancakes he puts ready whip on his wife's pancakes she gives him a dirty look and then he just silent he just he doesn't even look at her. he just points to the can going 15 calories blah 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 (laughs) she smirks that's it i love it the website has a great outdoor dessert bar ideas ice cream fleet i'm sorry ice cream float recipes 
for adults. And yes, Ready Whip will take us right back to being a kid. And did you know they had a couple flavors, which I did not? Yeah, I actually have had they a do? chocolate. I yeah, oh, I've had chocolate. chocolate. Fat-free, extra creamy, which I would love. And original. I like the chocolate. I we love you, Ready Whip. Like if you're on a diet and you want something sweet, yeah. squirt the Ready Whip in your mouth. I used to the do chocolate. that as a kid. Now I do still do it. I love it. And Gail's got our emails for the week. Gail? Yes, we do. Sponsored by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% on your car insurance. Hmm. All right. Well, let's see what we got here. The first one is from Sad. All right. Dear One Tough Mother, recently I was standing in a store when I saw a boy who was around eight years old with his mother and sister. The mother said something to the boy, and he must not have responded correctly, and she just went off. She yelled at him, Are you stupid or dumb or both? It was evident that the child was embarrassed. I know exactly how he felt. When I was young, my mother never missed a chance to tell me how dumb, stupid, or unattractive I was. Although she told me often how much she loved me, she undermined my self-esteem with her cruel remarks. I know she doesn't recall making such remarks, but I am now 38 years old, and those words are still ringing in my ears. To this day, I'm reluctant to attempt anything new or different for fear I will look stupid. I have been to a therapist who has helped me to deal with this, and I have a wonderful family of my own now who encourages me and and assures me that I can succeed at anything I want. Sad. That is really sad, it honestly. Is. And you you don't, as a parent, sometimes realize what you say. Seth will back me up on this one. Sometimes they do something, you get so angry because you've told them a hundred times, not to, you're like, what's the matter? Are you dumb? I've said it. I, I'll be honest with you. I've said it. And mm. Seth? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely things I say. The older oldest one where I... I don't wish I didn't say it, or I, I try to. I, I apologize sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I have to. It comes out of yeah. your mouth, but it's not also even important. thinking. But you know, just saying I love you is not enough either. You have to really show the love and praise. You know, right? Yeah, there has to be a balance, and also saying derogatory things to your kids is definitely not a left a scar on a lot of people. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. parents suck. I mean, yeah. some people, you know, it's really. And Gail, you you totally had like parents that were like so supportive. I had the best. I have had the best parenting. I, I mean. I, my my issue was not my parents, my family. It was going to school and having and, and being bullied, yeah, and being told that I was all those things from the outside. And um, they encouraged me that my mom, my mom to this day, my dad, I miss him so much. Um, always told me that I could do or be anything that I wanted. That I, could, you know, that I could be an artist. That I could dance. That I could. And, and they yeah. were right. And, and you're they, doing. They were right. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you, Gail. Okay, next one is from Confused. Dear Mother, I am an 11-year-old girl with huge trouble. My parents have been divorced for nine years, and my mother and and her family have pretty much raised me. But now my mom told me she thinks I should change my last name so that our whole family has the same one. One tough mother, why didn't she think of this when I was two? I like my last name. The other reason this is tough is because a few months ago, I went to my dad's and his family. I learned many things about them, and now I feel close to them. I don't want to hurt their feelings. What should I do? Sign confused. Whoa. That's Mm. a tough one. Well, first of all, I am a divorced mother. So, um, no, you can't push that on your kids. Mm -mm. You just can't push that on your kids. She's 11 years old. She's been raised with that name. And... uh, you just can't make her want to change her name because you want to do it. Yeah, I just, I mean, it's, I'm just curious as to why now. She's at, and at 11, she's smart enough to ask that question. Why didn't she do this when she was two so that she had that identity? I mean, her name is her a bit of her identity, a large part of it, and she knows herself as 
you know, Simone, whatever. Um, and now you're going to change that at 11, where she's starting to go through the, you know, all other changes, mm-hmm. too. It's just... Leave her alone. Leave it alone. And it's her identity. Yeah, it is her identity. And Seth, you were from a divorced family, right? Yeah, I was the same age. But I saw my father on a regular basis, and he paid his child support and all that. I, I'm seeing mm. here, it seems like it says uh, a few months ago, I went to see my, my dad's in the family. Maybe she didn't see him the whole time. Right. And maybe he wasn't t- doing his share. But at the end of the day, it's just a name. Like, just love your kid. And why are, yeah. you, putting, why are you putting that on a kid? Yeah. Right. Why are you putting that on a kid? That's yeah. my number one thought. Like, leave it go. Let and it go. why mm-hmm. now? Yeah. Right. It's just something in her head. So. But what do we tell this poor child then? Uh, How does she handle that, right? I, I, I would have to say to her, stick to your guns, but she's 11. Yeah. You know, it's it's an ultimately going to be her mother's decision. Hate to say it, but yeah, that's also true. don't don't defend yourself by what your name is. You know, be you're, you're going to be you no matter what. Right. It doesn't even though you like your last name or not. Right. And in a couple of years, you could change it back. You could change right. it back, but confused. You know, before you do that, you 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 really should just let your mother know that it's important to you that you would like to keep it and see if maybe she would work with you. Right. Speak up. It becomes yeah. a thing between the parents too, right? She feels like I did all the work and raised the kids. She should have my name. Right. They make it about the f- struggle between those two instead of what's best for That's her. That's what I, it's, a, it's definitely her mother's issue. Yeah. Period. It is. So, you know, all we can say is let, let us know how you're doing and we're here for you if you need to talk to someone. All right. Then the last one we've got is from Left Out. Okay. Dear tough mother, I'm 38, divorced and partially living with a 57 year old man. Partially, huh? Um, he's been divorced 12 years. <laughs> How do you do that? Like your your upper half lives there and your lower half doesn't? Like what does that mean? That? You stay over either. a couple nights a week <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> he and his wife divorced because he had had a child by another woman. He never married this woman, but he does take care of her of the financial obligations for the mother and child. He and I fight a lot because of his involvement with his ex-wife and ex-mistress. A lot of people in that room, right? We've never spent holidays <laughs> together because his adult children have all the family dinners and I'm not considered family, in quotes. However, I share everything with him, my home, family, friends, and vacations, you name it. Yet he thinks he owes the holidays and birthdays to his family. Last year, we planned to have his birthday party at his house. We invited his children, but not the ex-wife, ex-mistress, or child. Well, no one showed up. They all blame me for not inviting them. Secretly, I want to get rid of him. Whoa. <laughs> There's a, lot There's going a clinker on there. Yeah, right? But like the old rhyme says, when it's good, it's very, very good. And when it's bad, it's horrid. To add insult to injury, he recently went on a cruise with his ex-wife. Okay, believe it or not, when they go to family gatherings, they share a room. I'm supposed to. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to understand that it's family. Again, in quotes. He says he would take me to family events, but his children don't want me. He says he doesn't want to hurt them any more than he's a, he already has because the affair that produced the child lasted for 12 years of his marriage. He argues that as long as we spend weekends together, he should be able to spend the, do- the dozen or so birthdays and holidays with them. Shouldn't I be included in family events? What do you think? Left out. Left out, I think you should leave out. I think you should be out mm-hmm. of this relationship. He, he has his cake and oh eating it God, too. Oh my God, Lisa is reading my mind. Again, Again we always do cake and eat it too. He's line. not only eating it, he's shoveling it in his oh mouth. God, <laughs> yeah. He's going to choke on it. What was the, what was this, the, this, um, uh, the issue? What was his unbelievable 
part of his life that she felt so safe and secure in. What was that I, she thought was so great that I, she wants to say? She, I don't. She just says when it's good, it's very, very good, and when it's bad, it's hard. So what is it? Maybe, maybe he's got a magic, you know. Sounds like an extended booty call, really. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Exactly. Maybe he's got a magic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Let me tell you something left out. You're 38. He's 57. Think about that. You're 38 years old. You've got plenty of time in your life to find somebody that's less complicated. I'm not saying anything negative about the guy because I'm trying. No judgment here. But you're obviously not happy. And he's 57 years old and you're 38 years old. And wait, There's a Gail, lot does it going say how on. long they've been in the relationship? No, she doesn't say, but it's, uh, hold on a second. But she has her own home. She said, I. Well, yeah, she, they're partially living together and he's been divorced for 12 years. Um, he just sounds like a piece of work, this guy. Yeah, I mean, he I, divorced, you know. his, he was having an affair for 12 years while he was married to his wife and then they got divorced because that, they had a baby. Drama. That's a lot of drama I for actually, anybody I mean, to I handle. I would really like to know uh, when it's good, what it's what what's what's really good, right? And I and I and I, I think I think you know, like like Lisa said, we're a no judgment zone here, and we really yeah. don't have enough facts. However, just listening to Gail read the letter, we're, we're all four, we're including Seth in this, are in agreement. You're wasting your time. I mean, uh, stop. It, you know, you you've probably got some really great qualities. I mean, you sound like a really great person, so. Go about your merry way. It's this guy's got you down, and he's totally going to play his cards the way he has been. Yeah. So yeah. So thank you, thank you, Gail. Thank you for the email, Mother Gail. And Lisa's going to come back in with her quick hits. Oh, my quick hits! Here we go. Celebrities who've opened up about bullying. Oh, this is very interesting. Listen to this, and I love this girl, Jessica Alba. My dad had to walk me to school so I didn't get attacked. I'd eat my lunch in the nurse's office so I didn't have to sit with the other girls. I'd get beaten up and picked on all the time. It was just all about being different and not fitting in. Mm -hmm. That's horrible. Jennifer Lawrence, nobody would think she'd be bullied, but was bullied in elementary school, and she had to switch schools a couple of times because of it. Justin Timberlake was called weird and made fun of for being different. I'm just laughing now. Yeah. You really, all the way to the bank. Christian Bale, bullied after he started the movie Empire of the Sun at age 13. He was kicked and punched every day and said making the film set him apart from others. And finally, we have our Lady Gaga. She was bullied in high school for being ugly, having a big nose, singing all the time, and other things. She said she didn't even want to go to school. Mm-hmm. And again, who's, who's laughing, laughing now? now? Right, right, right. I mean, it's it's just so, so, so sad. It just drives me crazy. But a lot of, you know, what what I finally came to terms with um, when I finally graduated from high school after being bullied was that it it wasn't, like Emmy said, it wasn't about me. It was never about me. Mm-hmm. It was about those people who just needed some place to put it. Right, you know? right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, because they're insecure. Yeah. Women prefer clean eating men. The official journal of human behavior and evolution did a study, a small one, but it did garner consistent results and found that women basically found that men who ate more fruits and veggies smelled nicer. And here's the gist how. The study took a bunch of healthy young guys. They ate more veggies and fruit, and then the other guys ate more meat. The odor taken from the sweat of these men were more intense from the meat eaters. 
You can go to the journal for more info. If you don't want to go to the journal, you can go to the gym. Because <laughs> I'm from that industry. So if you want to, if you want to go to the Arnold or to the gym and smell those guys from all that protein. I think I'll pass. Yeah, pass. Okay, and now our quickies, quickies, quickies. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom reuniting. Female inmates in federal prisons will now get free tampons, pads, and panty liners. What did I do before? They had had to buy them in the commissary. Okay. Mm -hmm. Actually, I thought that was odd, too. No, they did. Human rights, but whatever. Costco has to pay Tiffany and company $19 million for selling Tiffany rings. May I just add that there was nowhere did it say Tiffany and Company. And Leonardo DiCaprio, Leo, Leo, Leo is dating another 23-year-old model. Hmm. This one is a brunette. He usually prefers blondes. And Bill Gates, you got to love Bill Gates, made a $4.6 billion donation to an undisclosed recipient, which accounts for 5% of his fortune. He remains to be the richest person on earth with a value of $86.1 billion. I mean, can he just give me one one billion, please. I mean, I don't even them. need a billion. All right, a million. Just, just one million. million. I, million. I just want thirty-five thousand dollars to get out of debt. That's all I want. All right, can you give us thirty-five thousand dollars for Lisa? That's like what point one hundred and ten eight. Send him a letter, Lisa. Yeah, you never know. The you Lisa fund. Yeah, why not? Okay, and we're here with. Mother Says. And Mother Says is brought to you by, again, our good friends at Ready Whip. 15 calories of real cream goodness. Mother Says maturing is realizing how many things don't require a comment. Think about that, really. It, you don't always have to comment on something, even if you do know what's going on or even if you do have your opinion on it. Maturing is you don't always have to have a comment. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. We love having you. We can't wait to see you and have you next week. And we have an amazing guest next week. And until then, Gail. We love you. Love and light, everybody. Lise. I love you, too. OneToughMother.com. Please go. (laughs) I'm set. Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying not to do the comment thing. I'm kind of mature. Yeah, thank you. You're very mature about that. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Bye.